Welcome to the podcast for people turning the great American RV adventure into stressless camping. We're glad you joined our weekly adventure. Now let's gather around the campfire with our hosts, Peggy and Tony Barthel. I know those people. Tony and Peggy, I've heard of them. I have too. They they love to go RVing. They do. And in fact, I think right now if you saw them, they'd say, Welcome to the campfire. Yeah, it's a pleasure to have you back here with us. Uh, Once again, we're here with the Stressless Camping Podcast. And we have uh, some cool tips. We do. This week, it's all about... RVing for less. How to save money and RV. That's right. But first, man, snuggle up closer to the campfire. It's getting cool out there. Oh, yeah. That means it's chilly weather. That's right. When it gets chilly, we eat chili. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) And get silly. (laughs) Well, that doesn't take any kind of That doesn't change with the weather, does it? (laughs) So, uh, Tony's been making chili. Oh Which yeah, is good for us because I love it. I uh, I have to say I have won awards for chili, and uh, I really like making it. And I re- in fact tonight we had it for dinner. We did have it for dinner. So That's right. there you go. Today we did chili mac. But another thing I love to do is chili dog wraps, where you take obviously chili and a hot dog, and the Costco dogs are my favorites. Right, and then you wrap that with cheese and a pickle and some mustard in a tortilla yep and it's very portable and super delicious and by the way the chili that i like to make is peanut butter and jelly chili what oh yeah so it tastes like peanut butter and jelly not at all nope not at all i know i'm kidding i know it doesn't right it's just got a little uh, bit of peanut butter and a little bit of jelly in there yeah and uh jam don't shake like that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> jam that's that is going to be a topic i'll be i'll be thinking a lot about in the next few months oh yeah i have divulged the secret of the pb and j chili and uh, i made a video and it is uh there on stresslesscamping.com yeah come on over and and Join me by the campfire and we'll all eat chili and not recreate the scene from yeah, let's not do Blazing that. Saddles. <laughs> I believe you boys have had, had enough. enough chili. <laughs> <laughs> oh my oh, gosh. God, I love that movie. It's going to be a long night. It is. <laughs> yeah. Now that the chili's all gone, we're going to we're going to give you some tips about RVing on the cheap. Yeah, absolutely. Save some money and RV. That's right. All right, so now that the chili's gone and the dishes are put away, let's hear a little something from Boondockers Welcome. Did you make our camping reservations? Oh, everything's full. We might have to rethink our trip. No way. Did you look at Boondockers Welcome? You remember they have hosts all over the place where we can stay free. Some that are totally off-grid camping and some with partial and even full hookups. There's all kinds of great places to overnight. Of course. And we even have a coupon code to join Boondockers Welcome on our partners page. You could save five bucks when you sign up. How could I forget? There are all kinds of great places we can find on the Boondockers Welcome website. Our trip is saved. And speaking of saving money, we will, since there's no charge to stay at any Boondockers Welcome site. It's the best deal out there, and it's a great way to meet local hosts and stay in local places and expand our journey. Well, I'm going to finish planning our epic road trip, and it's going to be even better with stays we find on the Boondockers Welcome website. 
and it's so easy to locate hosts along your next epic adventure. Doesn't that sound terrific? Yeah. Wow. It's great. And it's one of the things that uh, we're going to talk about this week. I know last week, if you missed it, we actually spoke with Marianne Edwards from Boondockers Welcome. And she right, was, that was she, terrific. Yeah, she, she's got some neat ideas and such. But this week, it's all about RVing for less, how to save money on the road. We had a great quote from Nick Russell, and that was in, uh, what, two weeks ago? Right. And and let's let Nick say it himself. If if two couples in identical motorhomes left Nashville, Tennessee, on their way to Tucson, Arizona, it's quite possible that one could spend twice as much money as the other couple, making the same trip on the same route in the same kind of RV. It, it, there's so many ways that you can save money. All right, thanks, thanks Nick. Nick. <laughs> and he's right. I mean, there's so many ways to save money when you're RVing, and so the very first. Boondocking. I mean, boondocking is generally free. Right. That's kind of the, the the point of boondocking is to find a place that doesn't charge you to stay and stay. Yeah. And there's a lot of people who have a misconception. And we have an episode, Don't Be Spooked by Boondocking. So right. you might listen to that. Boondocking does not mean that you have to be out in the middle of some forest or in the middle of the desert. You can boondock in driveways, in the middle of cities. One of the common things, uh, pe- a lot of people boondock at Walmarts, Cracker Barrels. Right. Or, I'm sorry, they wally dock. They wally dock and... And, <laughs> and boon barrel. barrel. Boon barrel, that's thank, right. Thank you, Abby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that... that those terms come from Abby Epperson from right. RV Miles. So, and I'm I'm going to help spread those words. How's that? <laughs> but anywhere that you can find a place that you can pull in and sleep for a day or maybe even two without doing any hookups or paying any money, that's boondocking. Yeah. So, I mean, there are, as you know, last week we interviewed Marianne from Boondockers Welcome. So, of course, there's your very first place to look for that yeah but there's also uh, harvest hosts which is harvest hosts are awesome yes those are god they're usually instagram worthy places to stay and they don't aside from your harvest host membership they don't ask for payment however they they're usually wineries or breweries or farms or ranches or llama ranches or all just all kinds of stuff and uh that is usually something that you can either buy or go on a tour. Yeah. So they're, they may not be as inexpensive as like a Boondockers Welcome uh, site. However, they may be more photo worthy. Right. Because they're going to be something like a farm instead of a backyard. Yep. So again, free overnighting. Another way to lower your RV costs is with memberships. And there are so many. There are so many memberships. Wow. Um, So let's go over a few of them. Yeah. Um, Passport America is sort of a discount on campgrounds. And I looked around at this and a lot of the places that you and I have stayed are on this Passport America system. And they, they claim... I think up to 50% discount on your camping fee. Obviously they want a membership. Sure. And uh but they claim that there's up to a a 50% discount on your camping. So well, that can be significant. Yeah, I, I mean the way to 
pull that off is to look at their their website, see what's around you or where you might want to go and and kind of evaluate is it cheaper to buy their membership and then utilize that at the campgrounds or see what you can do because a lot of times i've found as so peggy and i i'm sure you've heard this before we used to own a bed and breakfast and we were in all these different programs where it's like oh if you belong to such and such you get a discount but truthfully if a guest called and said you know i saw this discount on blah, 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 and I'd rather just book directly through you. We always took that because <laughs> we, we, didn't, we didn't have to pay the <laughs> affiliate right. fees. Right. That's so, right. There you go. Cash is always king. Yeah. So it just depends on where you want to go and how long you want to spend out on campgrounds. Passport America might might be good for you. It might not. Right. Now, here's another great way to save money. The Family Motor Coach. Yeah. Yeah. The Family Motor Coach Association or FMCA. Those are, that's a great group. We, we did a whole episode, I think very recently on the FMCA after we came home from a rally. Yeah. With the FMCA, no less. Yeah. Um, and it, there are discounts on campgrounds, discounts on tires and, uh, you know, tires are so expensive yeah, for RVs, yeah. especially motorhomes. Right. And that's a, that's a great discount. And then they also have some emergency services available yeah. and they have, they have a lot of chapters that are either regional or interest specific. And like every one of those groups has rallies. Yeah, and here's here's something. For example, uh, through the FMCA, again, there there are discounts, um, but there with those chapters, one of the ones that we just signed up for, by the way, was the Golden Spike chapter. Fantastic! Yeah, it's all about trains. And yes, I love trains. He does love trains? So. Because I have a one-track mind. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I do like getting sidetracked. Oh, come on now. <laughs> Apparently, the pun demon did not teach him his lesson. No, he did, it did not. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I don't want anyone getting steamed, oh, and goodness. so I'll, I'll keep going here. <laughs> Let's talk about escapees. All right. Escapees. Escapees. Uh, they have all kinds of advantages, not just discounts, uh, including roadside assistance. They they do some really neat events, education. Uh, they have a mail forwarding service and more. So that uh, mail forwarding services is good if you're going to go to full timing, right? Absolutely. So if you're wondering, you know, how do I get my mail on the road? There was an interesting topic recently, especially with the election upcoming. How do I get my ballot on the road? Oh. And so, you know, mail forwarding services is one of the ways to do that. Right. So in many ways, the FMCA and escapees have some comparable uh, services. FMCA also has an emergency kind of life flight type situation. Yeah, that's a great so, thing. Oh, yeah. So look into the FMCA. I, I, it's a great organization. And escapees too. We are not members, but we have been told that we should be. Right. And another one is Good Sam. Good Sam Club, yeah. They are an affiliate of Camping World. I believe they're owned by the same company. And again, discounts out there, roadside assistance, camping discounts, but discounts at Camping World. So might get some cool plates or something like that. And then there's the Thousand Trails. Yeah. Have you ever stayed at Thousand Trails? I don't think I have ever stayed at one. I used to have, back when I would tent camp, because, you know, it was camping that was intense. (laughs) (laughs) oh gosh anyway um 
I had a friend who belonged to Thousand Trails, and so we would go to those parks just because she was a member. And uh, shout out to Christina Kassad. Mm. And uh, we we would go camping, and, and it, it was great. So they have all these member campgrounds. And again, you look at, hey, I want to go on this trip. Uh, Thousand Trails cost me X. Will I save a bunch of money to be a member? Uh, if, if so, join. So Thousand Trails is different in that it they have their own parks. Yes. Right. Yeah. I, as does KOA. I, I, you can join the KOA right. program. Right. But That's I don't true. see KOA really as a discount program. They just, if you have kids, KOA is for you because they have parks that have all kinds of amenities that families enjoy. But with our membership, we did get discounts. Yes, yeah. we do. Yeah. And we are KOA members and yeah. we use koa and there are several right around here and we really like them so right we do we don't have to go very far to enjoy a koa right one of my favorite amenities jacuzzis right (laughs) (laughs) and i'm no kid i just act like one on tv that's right so anyway those are some organizations and of course as always we put links in our show notes at stresslesscamping.com to those resources but we've got more that's right because you know we talked about wally docking and boon barreling yeah but did you know that if you are an elk well you know a human version of an elk right elk's lodge elk's lodges uh if you're a member of an elk's lodge you can camp at elk's lodges and i believe moose lodges have the same amenity um maybe all those animals have available parking at their facilities so that is something if you belong to one of those associations organizations uh you would probably be able to find a lodge that you can camp at yeah so that might be another way to do inexpensive or uh, free stays and a member of a service organization is never a bad thing you are doing well for your own community right and i know the moose lodge in our county actually has rv hookups you know it's not just a place you're not it's not just that you're allowed to park in the parking lot but they actually have hookups when we had the valley fire the moose lodge was just an amazing resource for people it was it was great so again it's never bad to be part of a service club and and i know service club membership is kind of dwindling across the u.s so look into what you can do for your community if if you're in a sticks and bricks or heck join a service club and and go to the meetings where you're traveling to you'll meet friends and and influence people and also (laughs) (laughs) you might get some great insider tips get some insider tips they usually have pretty reasonable prices on food and drinks and camping and yeah you got it all yeah absolutely so that's another one in addition to that uh there are sites like groupon and living social and these discount or deal sites sure and they may have discounts or deals on camping or they may also have discounts or deals on stuff you might want to do when you're visiting an well, area. While you're, yeah, that's true. So when we <laughs> when we had the bed and breakfast, we did uh, living social and Groupon discount programs, mm-hmm. and it was great. We offered half price rooms, and and it just was tons of business in the off season. So. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, so that's another option: sign up for Groupon and or Living Social. Right. And definitely, here's one. Go get you a National Parks Pass and use it. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's 80 bucks and it gives you incredible benefits like admission to lots of national parks and some of those even offer right. boondocking. Some but, of those too. Yeah. I mean, there's 
there are so many wonderful things to see in this country and our national parks, our state parks. I mean, it's just so there's, in fact, we have a camp trip reserved at a state park in a couple of, like a month or something like that. Yeah. Coming up. All right, so once you find a nice discounted place to go boondocking. Or free. Or free. Uh, here's another idea for you is to pre-prepare your meals and your food so that you are saving money by buying you know, everything you need for the trip and you're not looking around for a market of some sort while you're out and about. You know your store, you know your prices, you know your sales. You can make and portion out your food in advance. This also saves time and stress. And if you do happen to accidentally spend a little too much time getting from Elk Lodge to Elk Lodge (laughs) and you don't want to cook, you know, having your food pre-cooked or pre-ready that it's really easy to prepare is going to make your evening a little stressless too. Yeah, because the... Not only do you, well, especially if you have dietary considerations, but even if not, having your food all done up in advance means that you're not cooking at the campground. And that means you're sitting around listening to Jimmy Buffett and and having a margarita or something like that, which is all for me. Yeah. I'm going to say that probably kind of an opposite of that is uh, when it's good farming season, you know, when it's summer and fall. Watch out for farmer's markets because you can probably find some great prices on really great local, fresh farmer's food. Yeah, the taste of adventure is what we... It's, we love the local farmer's markets and, yeah. and local stores. And, and you know, if you're, in, if you're from one region of the country, you, you definitely want to try the food if you're in a different region, especially sure. if there's regional specialties and such, obviously. Yeah. Um, I mean, don't only eat inside your RV or inside your tent. Uh, <laughs> but... It's a way of saving money on routine meals. And you're right. Fresh, in-season, small quantities at farmer's markets gives you the taste of where you are. That's right. Off-season travel. Shoulder seasons are... This was when, again, when we had the B&B, people could really save money by going there when other people didn't. Right. That's right. I mean, you know... I mean, you can even go to Disneyland easier when it's not in season, although (laughs) it's hard to find those days. Yeah, well, that was, we used to have annual passes when we lived in Southern California, and I would go every week, and I could could tell you when was a good time, when was a lousy time. I I used to love to go to Disneyland, so, but uh, shoulder seasons are, you know, usually it's right after the kids go to school or before the seasons change and conditions become such that it's maybe not as as good to RV there, Mm -hmm. like snow or or heat or whatever the heck, Right. especially with the popular destinations. I mean, things like Yosemite and and places like that, it, it can really make a difference. And usually in shoulder seasons, it's a lot nicer there too, because it's not wall-to-wall people. Right. Here's one that some people are a little, kind of makes them go, I don't know, but um, <laughs> you could defer. Let's say you don't use your RV all the time. Obviously, if you're full-timing, this idea is not going to work for you. This is not for, for you. you. Right. <laughs> Unless you really like other people. <laughs> 
but things like RV Share. So RV Share is a service where you can rent out your RV when you're not using it. So for example, you know, let's say you use it one week of the month. Well, you could rent it out two or three weeks of the month. That's right. And that could actually not only defer the entire cost of your RV, you could actually end up making money on it. That's right. Uh, When I worked in the RV industry, I sold RVs to at least one guy and he would come in and buy kind of specific travel trailers and all he did was rent travel trailers that's how he made his living wow and he used this rv share that's great so uh it's it's a way to defer the cost i mean you know if if you're kind of at the edge of like gosh you know i don't i don't want to add x amount per month to have an rv also Mm -hmm. well this might be a way to get your rv free and and, you know, by basically renting it out to others. So that's right. Now, some people are really uncomfortable with this. I, we're going to have someone from RV Share on. So, you know, hold out for that. Right. Yeah. But they are, they do have insurance and all of that. And I think people, you know, it's sort of like that Airbnb where you review the owner and the owner reviews uh, yeah, you. So I yeah. think people tend to be well behaved. But <laughs> Right. But there's time involved, if especially if you're offering to drop the RV off at a local campground or something. So yeah, you know, yeah, something to think about. Yep. Um, and then if something was to happen to go wrong, another you know way to help you save money is to make sure that you know how to do minor repairs on your RV. Yes. Because for one thing, waiting for RV dealers to get to your get to your trailer and fix it and get it back to you nationwide. The average time for that is 21 days. So a whole month feels like a whole month, pretty much a whole month that you're going to go without your RV for something that maybe you could do yourself. Yeah. It obviously depends on what it is. Sure. We actually have an article about learn your RVs, normal behavior. Right. And of course we will put that uh, in the show notes and there are actually two articles. There's take control of your RV repairs and RV maintenance for stressless camping. Right. So, you know, we, we talk about in that one that we uh, we're having some, a little minor trouble with our heater and we, weren't sure, you know, what, why it wouldn't go on. And all we had to do is really think about <laughs> how our heater normally behaved. What do you hear? You hear this noise, you hear that noise, and then you hear that noise. Well, wait, noise number three isn't happening. Why would that be? And, yeah. you know, just, just kind of being aware and paying attention to what's going on every day. And then when something doesn't sound right or isn't doing the right thing, you kind of realize what it is that's wrong. Yeah, there are some repairs that you don't want to do yourself well, unless sure. you're really good at it. Yeah. But I have learned, I'm. let's face it, I am not the world's greatest screwdriver person. Uh, I'm more like that guy in tool time, Tim, Tim <laughs> the tool man, Taylor. And so it's like, oh, 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 oh. Right. But knowing that when the thing keeps ticking and ticking and ticking and not making a flame probably means you're out of propane. Yeah. You don't want to pay somebody to tell you that. And we had lots of people who came in when I, when I worked at the dealer where people would go, well, my heater is just not working or my refrigerator is not, refrigerator is not working. And it was something really minor, like they didn't switch over the gas valve or sometimes you get an air pocket in the gas line and you just light the stove and that gets rid of it. Yeah. So so get to know your RV. Yeah, it's, it's really good. And there's some good 
YouTube videos. And then also uh, Paul and Caroline Lassitinola, who oh, we had from Vintage Camp for Trailers. That's right. And you could go to an RV boot camp and yeah. then you will really know. Yeah, I mean, they that's all about rebuilding your RV, but they have different courses in that RV boot camp. Mm-hmm. And it's on our calendar, and we'll put a link to it in our show notes. But uh, you might, you know, it could really save you a lot of money, but even more so, uh, get your RV back in your hands yeah. and out on the road Just much a faster. Lot of, a lot of heartache of waiting around for somebody else to fix it for you. Yeah. Now, I will say... <laughs> um, when I worked at the dealership, sometimes getting parts for some things was a challenge. Let's just well, say. Well, sure. Uh, I remember waiting something like six months for a couch to show up. It's crazy. Yeah. Isn't it? Is that and- why you sold ours? No. <laughs> You're like, sorry, we can't find a couch, but you can just have mine. Yeah, I'll have. I'm gonna, yeah, no. Yeah, that's funny. Now, fuel. Fuel is one of your bigger costs because let's face it an rv is big it's heavy and it's got all the aerodynamics of a barn right (laughs) so (laughs) it's so funny i i see all these are i troll a lot of rv forums and people always ask so how many miles to a gallon do you think i'll get with this such and such rv and almost invariably yeah no Yeah, right. Um, No matter what pickup you have or what tow vehicle or what trailer or what motorhome, the answer is pretty much the same. You're getting about 10 miles to a gallon, right? I mean, not quite, but it's... uh, It's a good it's a good average number. Yeah, RVs, you're not going to be going around getting forty miles to the gallon on nope. pretty much any RV. Nope. Although, if you just have a Sprinter van, those tend to be better. Oh, okay. Well, diesel. Right. So small and diesel small engine. Yeah. And pretty aerodynamic. Yeah, sort of. But anyway, but a big way you can save money is by slowing down. That's right. It makes such a difference mathematically. Between 55 and 65, especially in something as aerodynamic or unaerodynamic as an RV. So you will get appreciably better fuel economy at 55 than at 65. Download all the Stressless Camping podcasts and, and sit back and relax. That's and, right. And Enjoy go 55. the scenery. Yeah. That's why we go to these places anyway. It's about, you know, enjoying the places and the scenery and all right, of that. Right, right. Also, there are apps like Gas Buddy where you can find the cheapest gas or less expensive oh, right. gas. Coming up in the in where you're going to be. Yep. Uh-huh. I mean, that makes, that makes a big difference. Although, you know, there are some people who are more particular than others about the quality of the fuel that they put in their vehicles. And some vehicles are pickier than others right about it right so i mean but gas buddy will help you find the lower price gas in an area uh the other variable of course you might find really inexpensive gas at a station that's really tough to get to with a 43 foot (laughs) fifth wheel but you never know so anyway but it's something to think about and another, another way to make sure that you get really good fuel mile or, or better fuel mileage is to check all the tires on your RV and make sure that they're properly inflated. Yeah. We actually have a, an episode coming up 
all about RV tires, and we have a great guest for that too. RV tire maintenance is so important, and we have a couple of articles on stressless camping about that, which will, boy, the links in the show notes are going to be crazy for this episode. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of links. Yeah, but uh, anyway, make sure your tires are properly inflated, and that makes such a difference. And, you know, RV tires are very expensive, and keeping them properly inflated means that they're going to last longer too. Right, right. So better fuel economy, longer lasting tires, and most importantly, far lower chance of a blowout, which can be quite scary. Yeah, very stressful. And then talking about poor aerodynamics, if you're driving into the wind, you're going to, of course, lose all your gas mileage, plus just the headache of doing it. I'd say, you know, if you can do it, just stop. Find a place yeah. to boondock, wait out the wait out the wind, turn around and go the other way if you don't care which way you're going. <laughs> Make it a tailwind. <laughs> yeah, geez, that's a good idea. <laughs> well, well, we weren't really going anywhere anyway. Let's just right? go this direction. <laughs> well, remember last year we went to see your family in India, I think, and it was so windy. Oh, it we was so actually, windy. We yeah. delayed our our, our depart- trip home. Yeah. 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 I mean, it was crazy. We we went one day, and I think, okay, as you know, we have a small travel trailer. It's a 19-foot travel trailer pulled by a mid-sized pickup truck, and we were getting like six miles to a gallon. Yeah. It was nuts, and it was just fighting the headwind. And yeah, so it's just it, it, so, it's so physically exhausting to drive yeah, in, it in is. situations it's, like that, too. Check the winds, and, yeah. and if uh, things are blowing, maybe it's time to just take a chill. Right. And then, you know, we like to try and hang out on the back roads and not get, you know, not just fly down the freeway anyway. Uh, but, you know, a lot of times those highways are going to have little towns with a lot of stoplights maybe or stop signs. And, you know, stopping and starting isn't really that good for your mileage no, either. No, that too. But uh, a lot of those back roads are slower. So you're right. You know, right. You're overall going slower. Yeah. So look at the there's a lot of great trip planning resources. Plus, and, sometimes you'll see you'll stop at a stoplight and you'll look around and you'll go, huh. That ice cream looks yummy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, that strawberry stand looks yummy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, like that Roadkill Cafe that I have yeah. this shirt for. <laughs> yeah, a lot of those back roads and, and such are places to find the, the best adventure. But again, you know, kind of if it's important, uh, choose routes that might be more efficient. Yeah. And then also you want to kind of watch your weight. Don't carry a lot of what? stuff that you don't need. Oh, oh I, well, how much beer can that I bring? Too, but <laughs> you know, wait until you get to the local breweries. Maybe uh, don't carry oh, beer oh, around, oh, oh, and, oh. and don't carry bottled water. You know, you get a good filtration system on your water on your uh, on your water system. There's really no need to buy bottled water. I don't know what the statistics is and I'm not going to try and make one up, but like 45%, no I'm kidding. <laughs> um, you know, it's been, it's been said that a lot of bottled water that you buy is actually just filtered tap water anyway. Yep. So why, why have all that wasted plastic and why carry around a lot of weight in water when you can just wait till you get where you're going and filter your water and it'll be fine. Yeah, we have a three-stage filter that we bought in Quartzsite last year. Yep. And boy, that does a super job of, of cleaning out the water. We've 
we drink right out of the tap. Yeah. Also, when you're staying a night somewhere, see if you don't need water or electric, see if they have a less expensive spot in the park that might not have as many services. Maybe it doesn't have sewer dump or something like right. that. And it's a less, right. we've done that lots of times. There's lots of parks that have, you know, maybe they'll only have electricity or maybe they'll have water and electricity, but no dump station. And, and, you know, and they have different price ranges. So if you can go a night without dumping and dump tomorrow, then just take one of those lower price spots. Yep. Yeah. You always ask for a discount when, when you get somewhere, you know, see what's free or cheap. And speaking of that, a lot of times there's a visitor's bureau or chamber of commerce or some, you know, representative for the area yeah, and see if they know what's cheap or free or awesome in the area right that's pretty much what they're there for yeah a lot of times they're just a fountain of information they're fantastic speaking of water yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah and it's filtered water too in that fountain of information fountain of information absolutely (laughs) they may also have information on places where you might dump your rv for free right Um, we went and dumped at places where if you fill up your propane or gas or fuel, vehicle fuel, right, uh, that you got a free dump. Right. So. And there's a local park that we have that has a free dump station. Yep. There's always options. You don't just have to go to a campground and pay a lot of money and have all the hookups. There's all kinds of ways. Yeah. And remember, your RV is meant to be completely right. off grid. Right. So a lot of times these local tourism organizations or chambers of commerce and such may have discount passes or discount coupon books or things like that. So you could really use that to save money. And of course they'll tell you who's got the, the best peanut butter and jelly chili dog wraps in town (laughs) or whatever it happens to be. Those are, those are great resources. Right. Um, The bottom line, a little bit of planning. Yeah. But don't avoid serendipity no absolutely because just is. because you're just because you've got a an absolute plan and this is going to be my best cheapest freest way of doing things sometimes something really really cool comes up and you don't want to just pass it up just because it wasn't on your cheap list right just because something didn't have a discount pass sometimes you just got to do it i yeah, mean yeah you got to see the biggest ball of twine in minnesota <laughs> that's right <laughs> So, well, that's that's our tips for saving money on the road. So, hopefully... I hope that helps. Yeah, hopefully there's something good in there. We have a word from our sponsors, and we'll be right back with a great destination. Excellent. I think. Hey, I see you're packing for our next road trip. Oh, yeah. These are all the ingredients for making different grilled cheese sandwiches with our grub stick. Great. But uh, where are the clothes? I got all kinds of inspiration for making grilled cheese sandwiches with our grub sticks over the campfire. There are 11 kinds of cheese and bacon, bacon jam, ham, five kinds of bread. Wait, wait, okay. That's all for making grilled cheese sandwiches? Yeah. I know the grub stick is a perfect campfire accessory made of quality parts that work together for sandwiches, hot dogs, s'mores, woofums, and all sorts of other great meals. But isn't this a bit too much variety? Camping is supposed to be simple. Oh, it's simple to use your grub stick over the campfire or even on the barbecue to make great meals. And even kids can use them safely and easily. Plus, with the coupon code HAPPYCAMPERS, you get 15% off your grub sticks. It's the best deal around. 
Yeah, but it's going to take us weeks to eat that mini grilled cheese sandwiches. <laughs> oh, yeah. Weeks of grilled cheese. You say that like it's a bad thing. And you haven't even seen what I packed for breakfast and dinners. We are going to be camping for months. My husband is insane. But Grubstick is the perfect cooking accessory for any campfire. And you can get 15% off using the coupon code HAPPYCAMPERS from our partners page at StresslessCamping.com. Now we're going somewhere. We're all going to pack up our RVs and we are going to go... Well, I don't know. Is it Fresno? Or is it Fres Yes? Oh, that's what the Miss California pageant said. It is Fres <laughs> Yes. Maybe it's, for some people, I think it's a Fres Maybe. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we went, Peggy, uh, I think you may or may not know, is a groundwater geologist. And Peggy had a conference. And uh, and it was in Fres Yes. Yes, it was. And so we went there. And of course... Now, Fresno, if you're not from California, it has it it is maybe sort of the Rodney Dangerfield of destinations. <laughs> it gets no respect. Yeah, don't get no respect. <laughs> uh, are you kidding? And so we went down there and I was thinking, oh gosh, what is there gonna be to do here? And it was actually pretty nice. Yeah, it was pretty cool. So a, a lot of times it seems that We've gone to destinations because I, I'm in a conference. And so Tony spends the day running around and finding all the best stuff. And then when I yeah. get out of my conference, he takes me around and shows me the highlights of his day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's that's kind of one of our modus operandi. Yeah. <laughs> and so Fresno had some cool architecture there. Um, but of course, what I found, well, we stayed at the Blackstone RV Park and it is smack dab in the center of town. I mean, it's uh, on one side was a shopping center and I think the other was like a Hobby Lobby or something like that. I mean, it was literally like surrounded by uh, stores. Right. Uh, and that was kind of cool because then you could go to the stores. Right. Um, but it was, it was not your lush tropical RV park. It was just... <laughs> an RV park in the middle of the city and yeah. it was clean and well-maintained and all of that. Uh, there were a lot of people who were there. I, you know, me, I'm the camp flirt. And so there was a lot of people there who were, uh, working. So they had jobs and they lived elsewhere and were there for an extended period of time, right. which is pretty cool. Right. And I noticed people were continually working on the park and that's a good thing. Um, I then found a brewery. <laughs> really? I know. What a shocker. Yeah. And you also found an ice cream store. Yes. And that I was did. delicious. Well, I knew about the ice cream store before we right, went. Right, that's right. Yeah. Um, the there's for a while California I did some consulting for a tourism destination uh with social media and all that stuff. And so I got to be uh kind of on the inside track of visit California and uh, they had this dude, California dream eater, which talk about the best job ever. <laughs> it is the only job better than that is being a podcaster and having you as our audience. That's right. So there you go. But um, one of the things that he stopped at is this uh, ice cream store called ampersand and ampersand was funded with a Kickstarter campaign and these people who started it basically are looking for local ingredients, um, 
grown in Fresno. Fresno is right in the heart of California agricultural area. God, this ice cream is good. So this dream eater dude got to visit the Fres Yes and go to Ampersand. <laughs> and so I had to do it. And we we got to do the, the taster of the different yeah, ice creams. Yeah, we did creams. a bunch of different ice cream tastes. Yeah. It was great. Oh, it was, it was so good. And they even used this locally sourced milk that comes in glass bottles. Which and, we also bought yeah. a, car, a <laughs> bottle of milk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So we're pretty dedicated to our dairy products. Yeah, that's true. Well, they are utterly oh, no. delicious. <laughs> I had, okay, here's the ice creams that I tasted. Whiskey, caramel swirl, coffee, honeycomb, and Bordeaux. And those are the, the flight. That's our, my flight of ice cream. God, they were just so good. Um, I think the whiskey caramel swirl was my favorite, but that's just me. I tried the almond butter amaretto and caramel apple graham, the chai tea, and the spice pumpkin. And oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. I, yeah. So this, that is, was the highlight of our trip to Fresno. Yeah. Um, there were, the other place that I really liked was the Tioga Sequoia Brewing Company. And what I liked about it is it used to be an auto shop. So it had the big roll up doors and food trucks would show up and they had, you know, whatever the food truck of the day, there was music and it was just a happening spot. It was, it was fun. The beer was good. Yeah, it was um, great. I, I really liked the Half Dome Wheat, which is named after Half Dome in Yosemite. Right. Uh, I tried four ice creams and four beers. So I <laughs> I also liked they had a dry hop brown ale that I like and an orange infused beer that was nice and so it was uh, it was a good experience and it's neat because it's kind of this lively fun atmosphere. Yeah, it was so, a fun place. Yeah, and interesting buildings. Now, would you come from Minnesota or Massachusetts or Florida and, and say I've got to go to Fresno? Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe not. But if you happen to be in Fresno, it's a, it's a neat town, yeah. some cool architecture, and um, ice cream and beer. Yeah. Well, you can't so, go wrong. No. So it's Fres yes, I guess. <laughs> uh, I'm sure we'll get letters from people in Fresno <laughs> who, well, they're not going to send us letters. They're going to send us emails, which we do get a fair amount. And by the way... Um, Talk about your, your transition here. We appreciate your emails on places to go and things to see. And if you know somebody who's passionate about an area or really knows an area very, very well, uh, heck, we'd love to have them on the yeah, podcast. Or if there's a, a local campground that is really a standout place and, and they want to come and talk about the area, well, heck. Uh, you can contact us through stresslesscamping.com. Please, please do. Yeah. We're always looking for cool people to share the campground with. And yes. Over on Stressless Camping, in addition to the contact us, there is a recipe for the pulled pork that we talked about last mm -hmm. week. Yeah. There's a recipe for chili. And I also have a video on using an Instapot, a Pampered Chef Instapot type deal yeah. for beans. Because canned beans, is, yeah, don't buy canned beans. Wow, you never know. You know, I ate canned beans my entire life until Tony started cooking them in the Instapot, and now it's like, 
wow, what, yeah, what makes, were we missing and how easy it is to Yeah, well, cook a lot them. of it is the spices. Yeah, that's true. And, and that's always true. By the way, uh, full disclosure, we now have an affiliate with a Savory Spice Shop. And we have used them for for years. When we had the bed and breakfast, that's where we got our spices from. Yes. And now you can get uh, spices through the mail from Savory. And gosh, there's especially the salts. My gosh. I mean, I use <laughs> Alderwood smoked sea salt a this lot. This guy has six different salts. I do. Uh, yeah. It's just, yeah. By the way, I said Instapot and it's the Pampered it's Chef. It's actually the Pampered Chef Instapot. Uh, it's uh-huh. actually the Pampered Chef Quick Cooker. Um, yes. It might be the same thing with a different sticker on it. I don't know. I've never really used an Instapot. Uh, it's a very similar product. Just happens that ours is Pampered Chef. Yeah, we like it. So there you go. Spices and a Quick Cooker and pulled pork and chili and beans and cheese wheeze. We're mm-hmm. going to be fat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> oh, yeah. Might be too late for that. Well, there you have it. We have been to Fresno. We have saved some money. It's it's just a good week. It's and been a good week. We really appreciate your coming along on the campground. And based on the numbers on the podcast, we also really appreciate the reviews and the fact that you seem to be sharing it Boy, with we people. We sure do appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you very much. We do this because we truly enjoy it, but also we hope to bring you value every week. That's our goal is uh, you come away with this with some new knowledge or some great savings or something like that. So that's why we're here. That's why we bring you along on the campground. Absolutely. We will look forward to seeing you next week. We have a a cool guest coming up next week. Yeah. Tune in. Of course, you, you know, you'll find us in all the usual social places, which uh, you can find on stresslesscamping.com, which is a great place to jump off and, and go be social with us we have a facebook group we have a facebook page we've got instagram and all you know all the places we're supposed to be were there <laughs> so well thank you again everybody have a great week and happy, happy camping. camping we hope you enjoyed this week's adventure time to get out on your own journey but don't forget to leave the review on your favorite podcast app and visit stresslesscamping.com for photos stories and rv calendar and more I'm stressless camper Larry Richardson wishing you happy camping.